Hey, welcome back to another episode of Caffeinated CX, where we talk about CX and stuff, all in a hyper-caffeinated state. I'm David, your host. Before we begin, I always ask if you uh, would be so kind as to rate, review, and share this show. Together, we can make this show grow. Amazing. Yes. Let's bring it to new heights. Let's bring it to new ears. Let's bring it to new people. All right. Today, we're going to be talking about training. Training new CSRs, new customer service reps for your call center, contact center, or honestly, those two things. I guess it could pertain to other things as well, but we're going to focus on contact centers and call centers. What's the difference? The difference is huge. Look it up. All right. So the first thing is, the most important thing is you cannot have your training be boring. Nothing is worse than a boring training. When you're just standing up there, or your trainer is just standing up there, droning on, droning on about stuff droning on and droning on putting the people to sleep because they're not going to learn anything if they're asleep it has to be dynamic it has to be entertaining and it has to be fun it also has to be educational and informational informational is a word i believe i don't know english is hard The way that you have it structured should be very, very easy, very, very fun, and then you should also have it laid out in a way that, like, let's say you can't be there or your main, main trainers can't be there, someone else can pick it up and just go. You know, they, they'd have to have some knowledge, so maybe a member of your senior staff that's good at talking might be able to pick it up, but it has to be done in a way where it can be done repetition repeatedly but also kept in that fun thing so what does the first day of training look like first of all normally there's some additional paperwork that needs to be filled out um, hopefully not hopefully that's all taken care of by the time they start their training but sometimes in some companies it's not they have to do like their W-4 and I-9 and stuff like that when on their first day. That's all right. Just get that out of the way first thing and make sure that, you know, they know how to fill out the new W-4, which is, if you've seen it, is awful. And the IRS should be ashamed of it because it is just convoluted and a mess. All right. So after that is taken care of, the first thing should be an icebreaker. An icebreaker for your new hires and an icebreaker for you. Get to know them. And that means more than just their names. What I do is I ask the same three questions for every single new hire that comes into our department. And those questions are, who is your favorite movie or TV villain? The second one is, what is one book that you would recommend to someone who is 
discouraged or unmotivated? And then the final question is, what is the nerdiest thing about you? Now, those might seem like some random silly questions, but I ask them for a very specific reason. And the answers they give will help me tailor the training a little bit towards them. So the first one, the TV or movie villain, first of all, listening comprehension. Silly as that sounds. I've asked that question before and someone said, the Lion King. Cool, you weren't paying attention. I'm gonna have to drop this down. Um, plus, you know, let's see how, uh, let's see what kind of villain they like. You can tell a lot about a person by what kind of villains they like. Do they like the mustache twirling kind of villain? Or do they like uh, the tragic anti-hero? Or are they more in line with like Olivia Pope from the show Scandal, right? So stuff like that. The second question, what book would you recommend to someone who is discouraged or unmotivated? Well, that one is how well they are able to lend help to someone who is in need, right? It's, a, it's an EQ question. And yeah, you're gonna get some people that say, I haven't read a book since high school, and that's okay. It's a little weird, but it's, it's okay. Um, and then the third one is testing for vulnerability. I asked that question once and someone said, I like to go driving. Cool. Not really nerdy to me, at least, but all right. And then, you know, some people go way in depth with comic books and stuff like that. Or I like math. Cool, man. I don't, but that's because I'm not any good at it. So those are, the, those are the three questions I ask for everyone. Okay, so if you're wondering my answers, my first one is Skeletor. My second one is right now Tools of Titans by Tim Ferriss. And my third one is Dungeons and Dragons, just in case you were wondering. All right. So the second part of the training is just going over like really basic policies, procedures, like, you know, your attendance policy or, you know, um, what the minimum KPIs or key performance indicators are for the department and for them. Um, usually I have new hires at 5% less than the people that are already on the floor uh, for their first uh, couple of weeks. So, um, third thing I do, fourth maybe, is I go over the company hierarchy and what the company does, where the co where the company services, things like that, and the differences. And we just go down the list and we introduce, usually by pictures, uh, the key players, at least in uh, the office that they're working in. And then after that, we usually go on a tour of the building itself, introduce them to a few people, and then send them on their first break, especially if uh, they had to fill out that paperwork in the beginning. Then when we come back, 
it's normally mindset training and going over the company values. Um, because I've been in this game for 23 years-ish, a little bit longer than that now, I, uh, I know how burnout is for call center agents. And I know how easy it is to be burned out. So to tackle that, we go into a bit of stoicism. And uh, Stoicism, if you don't know, is that ancient 2,000-year-old Greek and Roman philosophy. And we, we only tackle a little bit of it. We don't go too in-depth. It's not a philosophy lecture. It's just this is what Stoicism is. This is how it can help. If you have this as your operating system, then you are going to excel at customer service. So... After that, we go into a bit of uh, mindset. We go through the growth mindset, the static mindset, stuff like that. Then, when that is done, they normally go to lunch. And then when they come back, we go into customer service, customer experience training. And we go through everything from the peak end rule to watching... Uh, some videos from well-known CX professionals like James Dodkins, Shep Hyken, Colin Shaw, people like that. And then, after that is done, we start going over scenarios and tell me about the best customer service experience you've ever had as a customer. And once everybody answers that, I go with the worst customer service experience they've ever had as a customer. And that one's usually a lot easier to answer than the first one, unfortunately. We even go into how customer service, customer experience is at a 17 year low and what that means for us and how that will enable us to actually outshine the competition, if you know what I mean. So, and in all this, you need to have those icebreakers so the people can get to know themselves, or each other, rather, and themselves, and get to know you, and you get to know them, get to know what makes them tick. <clears throat> we also go into things like what's life like out on the floor, what is expected of them, what order they should log into their systems, and then... And that's about the extent of the systems training they get that day. The second day is going over, again, what the company does, and then I have them write their scripts. Their scripts are, there are things in the script that is verbatim, um, usually the closing, the end, and then what needs to be in the script. The actual wording, other than the verbatim parts, I leave up to the new hire and then we practice it we approve it we will iron out any wrinkles and then we role play one of the people will be the customer the other will be the agent take turns back and forth until we iron out those scripts because let's face it if you've never written a script before if you've never done that exercise before your script is going to be clunky as heck and that's okay. So, 
we that is the first and second day the third day is getting to know the system a bit I bring them on to our sandbox version of our software where we can get hands-on experience while doing those role plays also introduce them to how the email system works and then our discord thing discord chat and introduce them to the rest of the team fourth day normally is I will bring them out to the floor to shadow senior members of the staff so that was hard when everybody was fully remote but now that we're hybrid a bit easier so shadow see what life is like out on the floor see what they were doing the last couple of days in action and get to know members of the staff and see how they do things see what their scripts sound like see what they do both on the call and in between calls and then the fifth day we bring it all together we it's a day spent of one continuing to get to know each other two practicing the systems and then usually at the end of the fifth day there is a small test it's usually open book they can use their training manual they can use any notes they've done and then if they pass that then they can move on to week two which is our nesting period nesting period is they're out on the floor they're taking calls we have a member of our senior staff or a mentor or a team lead with them at all times uh, playing uh, playing floor support and that's how they're going to be taking their calls that's also when they're going to shortly meet with their team lead just to get their first couple of coaching sessions done and usually we do two coaching sessions the first week before it turns into once a week once they actually get on the floor after the end of the second week uh, their calls are graded and we give them the results give any pointers and by Friday of the second week they should be good to go after that second week they go into their normal scheduled shift so if they work mornings they come in whenever they need to if they work nights they come in in the evening and there's always a member of the staff ready and willing to help them whenever they may need it and that is our training in a nutshell so to recap one we go into a lot of culture a lot of customer experience a lot of mindset training stoicism um, script writing and then systems systems is last because honestly the system is the easiest thing to teach and it's also the easiest thing to learn and to be honest it is the least important factor of training someone to be on your contact center floor period so and I cannot over stress the importance of training your CSRs need to be trained and as you've probably noticed our training is one week classroom one week nesting that's it anything longer than that gets 
tedious for both the trainer and the trainee. You don't need it any longer than that unless you have giant convoluted uh, contracts that necessitate longer training. So, but I think the order of that should be the same. You want to save the systems for last. You want to do customer experience, customer service, like emotional intelligence, stoicism, mindset, all that stuff first. Get them ingrained in the culture first, and then the systems training comes at the very end. And then combine it all. Combine the customer experience with the systems as you go on. So everything at the end, everything comes naturally. They understand what the system does in relation to the customer. Because the customer is why you hired them in the first place to take care of those customers. Now this doesn't go into um, how to hire great customer service agents. Uh, that's another episode. Uh, but this is after you've hired them, after you brought them on through their first two weeks. After the two weeks, like I said, they're going to have those weekly meetings with their team lead. But the trainer's job doesn't end when everybody's out on the floor and they're in their scheduled meetings. No. Ongoing training is vitally important to the culture and the efficiency and the effectiveness of the call center floor. You should be hosting bi-weekly or at the very least monthly trainings and these can just be retrainings uh, it's going to do your it's going to do your floor good to have that because we all know the retention rates of training right after the first 20 minutes you remember what 60% after a week you remember 15% right so you need to constantly inject that training into the floor which is a living organism so this one went a little bit long, but it's an important episode. Be sure to train your agents. You don't have to do it the same way I do. That's perfectly fine, but you have to do it. And if you're not good at training, find someone that is. I, even though I have a lot on my plate and I wear multiple hats, I still take the time to be the first person that trains anybody going into the call center. I want that so and that's not an ego thing it might be but since I'm responsible for them and I res I'm responsible for their performance and for their career while they're with us I want to be the one that guides them to success so that's it um, if you have any questions reach out to me on LinkedIn um, I'll give you some pointers on this because I think it's one of the most important things that you could ever do. So that's it for today's Caffeinated CX. Have yourself a great day. Drink some coffee. Snort some pre-workout. I don't care what you do. Just keep caffeinated. Bye.